Hey everyone, welcome to a, another review episode of Waiting in the Sky with TJ Starman. It is a podcast that is focused on movies and video games and TV and sports is, is what I've told you. Um, and I feel like I've been lying to you, sadly. I don't mean to lie to you like that. Uh, it's really not who I am. And, and I apologize because all of my review episodes to this point have been movies. And it's just not fair. You know, there's so many great TV shows in this era. There's so many great video games in this era. And so we need to kind of shift the spotlight a little bit, right? I'm not, the, I'm not alone in thinking that at this point. So today's episode kind of checks those boxes a little bit better. And that's because this is the Cuphead show. And so if you're not familiar, the Cuphead show is a Netflix series that is based on the video game Cuphead. And so what's so unique about Cuphead and what really captivated people, not only is it very difficult, it's a notoriously difficult game. And, and Richard and I talked about difficult games when we talked about Elden Ring in a past episode of the main show. And, you know, if you're a glutton for punishment, you probably picked up Cuphead right away and you just hammered your way through like a champ. If you're me, you kind of sat around and listened to the good things about Cuphead, but you were scared to pick it up because you didn't think that you were going to be good. And then you finally did pick it up when it was on sale and you tried it out and you got past the first level and you felt super good about yourself. And then you just got hammered repeatedly afterwards and haven't picked it up again since. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, what is super unique about Cuphead, besides being just a, a difficult side-scrolling uh, shooter, I guess, uh, is that it's, it's, its art style is now iconic because it is very much influenced by these retro cartoons uh, that inspired, obviously, a lot of the modern animation. But you're thinking just classic animation and the music as well that, that comes along with it. Um, so these are, these are the biggest things that set... Cuphead the game apart from the field and it obviously amassed enough popularity that someone looked at this and said hey uh, it's not enough that this just looks like a cartoon when you're playing it we need to actually just make a cartoon uh, with these characters and so that's exactly what they did and they sold it to Netflix and the Cuphead show was born now uh, the show has been out for at least a couple weeks now I'm finally just getting around to it and I, I got to say, I have enjoyed it. Uh, it it's super, it's short. Uh, they're, they're 15 minute episodes and that includes the one minute uh, opening intro. And then there is also, you know, the credits at the end, short credits. So it's about probably a minute and a half of just credits and, and intro. And, and so it makes it even shorter. So it's very easy to take in an episode or take in five episodes in a sitting. Uh, so you don't have to feel quite as guilty about binging this one uh, as you might feel about binging some like 40 minute shows, for example. Um, so there's a point in its favor for sure. I think that there uh, I mentioned the art style and the music of the game, and I think that it would have been negligent of the creators of this show to abandon those things. And so obviously they, they did put an emphasis still on that unique art style, that throwback art style to classic cartoons, classic animation. Um, and it looks great. 
I don't necessarily know if I like it better than the game. The game, it was just so impressive because it's a video game. And so you are literally controlling what's happening on the screen, but it looks like it's been animated. It looks like it's a cartoon. At the same time that you are playing this game, you also feel like you're watching a cartoon. So the way that they pulled that off in the game was amazing. And I, I don't want to say that the, the art style is a disappointment in this show because I, I don't really feel that way. Um, but it it loses some of that magic because it is just a cartoon. Uh, and so it's not quite as impressive as what they were able to pull off with the video game years prior to this show. Uh, but it's still definitely a positive about this show, I would say. Uh, and then obviously the music, the music is fantastic. It's, it's this kind of retro swing, like jazzy style music that is playing throughout. Um, and the score is obviously kind of in line with that a genre as well. And so I think a lot of the action is scored super well by this genre of music and it really just carries along those vibes from the game. So the music and the art style still a major pluses for the Cuphead show, I will say. As far as a as a connection to the game, uh, I did some research. Like I said, I, I didn't have a very in-depth experience with the game. Um, so I did a couple Google searches. I said some research like I did a whole lot. Uh, I did a couple Google searches, and it seems like it's just been inspired by the game, more or less. It's not necessarily like canonical to the story of the game. Um, in the ways that that some other shows might be. Um, so if you're looking for it to be, you know, an additional piece of media that ties into the Cuphead universe, um, that's, I mean, I guess in essence it is that, but it's not canonical if that's what you're looking for. It's not a prequel. It's not a sequel. It is just a interpretation of this game as as a cartoon. Um, and, and so what I do like about this, I mentioned that it's, they're very quick watches. Each episode essentially amounts to about like 13 and a half minutes and they're very succinct. They have their own story in each episode, but there is a through line, uh, that, you know, actions have consequences in future episodes. And so I do like that hybrid that they have in, in this show. I think it's really well done and something that I appreciated as I was watching it especially because it's very easy to knock out a few episodes in a row. So for you to be able to see uh, some recurring characters and some themes continue throughout, um, you know, some conflict continuing throughout the show uh, is awesome. So you, you like to see some of that connective tissue there. I want to say uh, some, of, some of the just kind of comparisons that I found uh, as I was watching this. I made connections to two shows in particular. And I will say I, I'm 28 years old, so I, I haven't watched a lot of, you know, modern day cartoons and animation. So most of my experiences from when I was a kid growing up watching Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, Disney Channel, like those type of things. And the two shows that really like came to mind as I was watching Cuphead, uh, the first was Ed, Ed and Eddie. I kind of got a feel uh for the characters that they kind of lined up with that. So Cuphead and Mugman are the two main characters with, and this is something else that's interesting because Cuphead is obviously the title character, but he's just as much a main character as Mugman in this show, which I think is kind of cool because Mugman is like the player two in the game. So when you play co-op 
you're essentially partners and you're even. Uh, so for them to do that with the show as well, kind of make them co-headliners, I thought was a nice touch. And it really feels like, you know, it's it's, it's a multiplayer uh, show in many regards. And so Cuphead gave me um, Eddie vibes from Ed, Ed and Eddie, who uh, just kind of has a tendency to go off the handle and just get super excited about things and to show a lot of energy and to just be reckless as well. Um, so that kind of lined up there. And uh, to Cuphead's Eddie, I kind of saw Mugman as being like a double D. Uh, and by that, I mean, he's shown to be more thoughtful. Um, he's a little more, I guess, double D in, in Ed, Ed and Eddie is a, basically a coward. And Mugman has some cowardice tendencies, but not necessarily to that extent. But I do like that he is the more rational of the two. Unfortunately, there's not really an Ed character. That, that's probably the missing ingredient to the show, if I have to p- point to something. Um, but definitely got that kind of feel for those main characters. The other show that it made me think of was The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. And I, I think the themes and kind of the sense of humor and just atmosphere of this show is very much in line with with Billy and Mandy. And I, it's, it's not super dark humor. Like it's almost like junior dark humor uh, in that kids are probably not going to understand the, the, a lot of the humor that, that is uh, a lot of the jokes that are being made, but adults that are, that are watching this are going to pick up on a lot of those things and be like, Oh man, it, that's actually kind of a, a, a dark theme uh, or just a little, creepy and, and off-putting um there's some moments like that it's now i will say it's not quite to the extent that billy and mandy is like there are some <laughs> truly grotesque and really off-putting moments in, in that show um but i did get kind of a similar vibe as i was watching cuphead and uh a big part of that is the vocal performances obviously um, richard and i we're talking about Futurama being rebooted in the first episode of uh, season two of the show. And uh, they were going to bring back the show without John DiMaggio as Bender. And that would just would have been crazy because he's such an iconic voice actor and as iconic in that role. So obviously vocal performances are super important to animated shows. And I, I think they, for the most part are really well done in Cuphead. Uh, I would have liked you know, to see a, a little more commitment to it. I don't think there was a whole lot of originality necessarily, but I thought they were fun. I think that they played to the character traits and the attitudes and things like that. Uh, one standout for me was King Dice. I thought King Dice had this like Wayne Brady-esque quality to him, uh, which really worked for me. Um, and I, I, I like that. I think that was a, a standout for sure. Um, speaking of standouts, a, a couple of standout episodes. If you're maybe not looking to, to watch all 12 episodes, um, a few that really stood out to me, and actually there were some of the earlier ones too. Um, the, the very first episode, Karn Evil, uh, I thought did a good job of kind of setting the tone of the show moving forward. And especially if you're coming in like pretty much with no information and, and no background from the game like I did, um, it, it does a good job of really setting the setting the tone of the show and being like, this is what you can expect moving forward. So I, I, I do think they did a good job of selecting a, a great entry point with their premiere episode. And then the other one, I mentioned that I, I really liked King Dice. 
uh, the episode Roll the Dice, which I think is episode five, um, I thought was also really well done. Um, some really nice humor in that episode. And I, like I said, King Dice is a standout of that vocal performance really worked for me. So definitely worth checking that one out as well as a potential entry point. So overall, you know, um, I liked the Cuphead show. I, I would definitely welcome a second season i i looked it up and it looks like they were renewed for a second season on netflix and so i'll definitely check that out uh if you are interested in kind of semi adult animation uh like it's not quite family guy but it's not quite you know spongebob squarepants uh, so <laughs> somewhere in the middle there with just a beautiful art style beautiful music and score then I think this is going to be right up your alley. Um, if I had to rate it on a scale of one of zero to five, uh, I'd probably go with a four. It, it's very well done. There's a lot to like about it, but it's not like outstanding, blow your mind, anything like that. So definitely worth checking out just to maybe dip a toe in the water and see if it's your thing. But if it's not your thing, I don't think you have anything to feel guilty about because I, I don't think it's for everyone necessarily. Uh, even though I liked it a lot and I will stay on board for a second season. And if they do more, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I, I checked out beyond the second season. So, well, I, that's it. That that's my take on the Cuphead show. I, I wanted to, like I said, cover something that kind of crossed uh, wires between TV shows and video games uh, to get away from exclusively talking about movies on these review episodes. Uh, so I hope that that kind of scratched that itch for you all. Uh, I will not have a review episode next week, unfortunately. I am going to be uh, out of town, and so it's going to be difficult to check something out and also get it recorded and everything like that in time for a new episode to drop next week. So we will be off next Monday. However, we it's actually going to work out perfectly because we have a, I thought the last main episode of the show was jam-packed this is a titan of an episode episode 203 of waiting in the sky is just loaded uh and so that is going to be coming out this thursday which is saint patrick's day uh so wear something green and then listen to the show because it it is amazing the conversations that we had were so much fun to be a part of and i know that anyone that's interested in uh, Disney movies, if you have any kind of experience with Disney Channel original movies, uh, you're going to want to listen to that one because we go into The Luck of the Irish, uh, which was the Disney Channel original movie based on uh, the idea of a high school boy turning into a leprechaun uh, and when he loses his luck. So, so if you've not seen it, I, I hope you were intrigued by that tease because it's a great conversation that I had with Brian Brackett's. Uh, who is over on Twitter and Instagram and has been running tournaments based on uh, basically different types of categories and genres of things all across the board. Um, and so he had been running a uh, Disney Channel original movie tournament, which was actually, I think, his second time doing so. Um, so it was a great tie-in to bring on Brian. He was very knowledgeable, shared a lot of great points, uh, and I was very grateful to have him on for that. The other, you know, just huge part of that episode is uh, the Final Fantasy March Madness Sweet 16 Tournament. Uh, and so I tease this in past episodes of the show, but we broke down the Final Fantasy series and we created a uh, 16 seed bracket 
of the mainline games, 1 through 15. Unfortunately, 16 has not been released yet. And so we included 7 Remake in this conversation. But we put them head-to-head, and we made some really great points. There were some surprises. It, it's, it's March Madness, after all. Uh, what is March Madness without a beautiful Cinderella story? So if you are a fan of Final Fantasy, or if you just want to kind of if you've seen Final Fantasy around a lot and you just want to be like, what's the deal with this series? Uh, this is a great place to kind of figure out what is Final Fantasy. Because uh, we go in depth with uh, two great guests, Wolfkins and Soloists from Highwind Herald, a Final Fantasy podcast. They super knowledgeable, knowledgeable, super passionate. Uh, they join the conversation along with both Richard and myself. So if you have any interest, definitely check that one out as well. It is a long one. Uh, so I uh, definitely encourage you to take breaks. We try to be very conscious of that and build in some great pause points as well. Um, but don't let that scare you off. It's a great conversation. It's totally worth it for sure. Uh, but that is gonna gonna wrap up today's review episode. Thank you again for listening. I, I really appreciate it. If you are not already subscribed to the podcast, please make sure that you do so so that you don't miss anything. And of course, if you're able to rate, review, like uh, this episode and, and the podcast in general, definitely appreciate anything that you can do to support the show. Uh, follow the show on social media at In the Sky Pod, and you can follow me on Twitter at TJ Starman. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.